morning, Crossroads Church. Happy New Year. We made it, 2023. <laughs> Yay. It's so good to see all of you. I'm sensing a very mellow mood in the house today. I'm sure it's because we're all quite sleepy, so just feel free. If the way you need to be with the Lord today is just to take a nap, just feel free to show up how you need to today. So would you all stand with me for our call to worship? We're reading the words of our brother Matthew today, the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 2, 1 through 12. Feel free to read along with me if you'd like to. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, asking, Where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we have observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word, so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising, until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. The word of the Lord. So, you know, one of the things that, um, have you ever noticed that you learned God's faithfulness because you needed to learn God's faithfulness in a moment that felt like, oh, I need help here. And, um, and so, do, do you all know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So the faithfulness of God um, comes as we need to know God's faithfulness. And, you know, of course we can know it every single morning as the sun rises, but there's also something about those words you encouraged us in today, remind me. You know, remind me that learning faithfulness happens when sometimes the bottom drops out or the door slams shut or the moment does not feel quite like you're full of faith. And yet the faithfulness of God comes through our times of paying attention and prayer. And so as we um, prepare for communion, I'm even going to invite you just to allow these prayers of the people to open your heart for communion today, that this would be a way for us to say yes to God in 2023. reminders of your glory. Break the silence in our hearts, minds, and spirits like the angels split the sky and proclaim your birth in Bethlehem. 
take the bread and wine today, we're remembering that glory to God in the highest also includes glory to God in the lowest. Vines that grow on the ground and bread that sprouts up in wheat. That God is not just the God who transcends our thinking, but God who is with us in the lowest and the highest places. And so this morning, we hold this bread in our hand And we say glory to God in the lowest, that not only shepherds came to the manger, but there were animals and hay. And you gave us this bread to remind us of how you are with us. And so we remember Jesus' words saying that on the night, was betrayed, he took bread and broke it and gave thanks and said, take this, all of you, and eat. This is my body given for you. And every time you eat, remember me. And if you'd like to say, Jesus, we remember you. glory to God in the highest Christ lifted up on the cross saying that if I be lifted up all people will be drawn to me and after supper Jesus lifted up the cup and gave thanks and said take this drink this all of you this is the cup of the new covenant which is for you and for all people and every time you drink remember me We say, Jesus, we remember you. And we may even want to say, glory to God in the highest, glory to God in the lowest. 
Yes, so if you're here with us today for the first time, we welcome you. We're so blessed to have you here. We'd love the opportunity to connect with you. Uh, you'll notice the Next Steps kiosk over there. I'll be there after service. Please stop on by, and we have a free gift for you. Also, I want to just tell you, before we receive our offering, just a few opportunities that are coming up uh, for you in this new year. A great way to start the new year is to... Um, enhance the relationships that God has given us in our life, right? So um, we have on, on uh, January 21st, we have the opportunity to, for relationships and the Enneagram retreat. And so if that's one of your dreams for the new year is to really uh, live the best person you can be in any relationship in your life. This doesn't just have to do with marriages or significant others, but work co-workers, neighbors, uh, those who God has given you to relate with, this is a great way to start out the new year. So please sign up for that. You can come on back to Next Steps. I'll get you all signed up. And then also another opportunity to connect in relationships. Uh, we're resuming our January 8th group called Cultural Connections. You may have known that group um, as um, Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion. So this is the new name for 2023, and everybody is invited. So on January the 8th, come on upstairs after service, January the 8th. And uh, if you think you're going to come, let me know because we serve pizza for that, and we can get enough pizza for everybody. But that's another way to connect culturally with the people that God has given you to be in community with. So that, those are just a few of the things that we have coming up this month. We're starting a new series, and that is uh, Living the Dream. So starting today and uh, as we go into 2023, we will be living the dream. So we're going to receive our uh, communion, or uh, um, I'm sorry, offering. And so if you're in the room, you'll notice there's baskets up front. Uh, if you would like to give online, you can at the tab um, online. Or if you'd like to text your uh, giving amount, uh, that is 84321. You can text right from your smartphone. And so let's pray as we receive the offering today. Father, we give you thanks even as we reflect on 2022 and how you have met every single need that we have in our lives, God. It may not have come the way that we expected it, but we know that you have met our needs according to your riches and your glory. And so as we look into 2023, we put our trust in you in every area of our life, and especially with our finances. And we pray, God, that uh, you would allow Crossroads Church to be your hands and your feet and your voice in this community. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, you all, would you like to stand together, all of you who got up on this New Year's morn? Super happy to see you. We almost didn't make it because we had really wild people at our house last night. I, Dogs and babies. You know, and I was watching that video for the church. I mean, what a great video. Let's, we want to especially thank Hannah uh, for the work on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And there were some other hands involved, certainly, but uh, she did the heavy lifting. But uh, yesterday kind of felt like that in our family. Like we woke up in Grand Rapids with two of our grandsons, drove did some Christmas or whatever kind of caroling, some boring songs for our grandsons on the way to try to keep them busy. Uh, then we I got don't know home. why they didn't like I know an I old know. woman who swallowed well, a fly. I know. Well, and you've even, you've even changed the lyrics to make it more kind. Oh, we're, I, I, I just noticed everybody's standing. I don't want to do this 
long the story. You guys sit while I tell Well, no, the story. no, no, because we're going to read the scripture. All right, all right, all right, I'll be brief. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, it was, we celebrated, of course, New Year's yesterday, or New Year's Eve, in case you guys didn't know. Um, and then we had four birthdays, right? Yeah, and we had our wonderful niece, Anna, uh, with us from Philadelphia. She was visiting. And, uh, yeah, it was a full house. And it felt like, I told Claire, she showed me a picture of kind of yesterday, early in the day, once we got back from Grand Rapids. I said, that felt like six days ago, you know, but it was all in one day. Pretty cool. We are exhausted, and we'll try to not ramble, but it, it has felt, I, I, one of the things I appreciate about that video is I love when life feels fully present, Right? And I don't know about you, but when I started to see that video, and I think about my own life, think about our life together, I love just the presence of God in those moments. Because I think, and, and one of the things talking about living the dream that we'll talk about over the next several weeks is, I think one of the things that's happened to us culturally is uh, we all felt like over the last couple of years, or many of us have felt like we've been in a forced retirement. Uh, but we're not more rested. Isn't that crazy? I don't um, think I ever felt like I was in retirement. No, no. I, that's why I didn't say everyone. I changed that when I said <laughs> that because I knew you would try to correct that. But, but for many, it's kind of felt like a forced retirement of sorts. Mm. But I don't know many people unless they just made sure that they were present with God in their life activity that feel more rested a couple of years down the road. So part of the dream as we head into this year is to live full lives and lives that are present to God and to one another. Amen? Amen. Yeah. And present to the dream of God that um, actually we see some of this in Matthew chapter 2, 1 through 23. So we'll read it together uh, or you can listen. So feel free to engage the scripture with your own mouth or let it just come into your heart. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem, asking, Where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we observed his star in the east and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them, where is the Messiah, where the Messiah was to be born? They told him in Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the Magi and learned from them the exact time and where the star had appeared. And then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word so that I may also go and pay him homage. And when they heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen in the east, until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down 
and paid him homage. Then, opening their treasure chest, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. Now after they had left, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Get up, take the child and his mother and flee to Egypt and remain there until I tell you. For Herod is about to search for the child to destroy him. And then Joseph got up, took the child and his mother by night and went to Egypt and remained there until the death of Herod. And this was to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Out of Egypt... I have called my son. When Herod saw that he had been tricked by the Magi, he was infuriated. And he sent and killed all the children in and around Bethlehem who were two years old or under, according to the time that he had learned from the Magi. And so we pray, let the meditations of our heart, each one of us, Connect us to your heart today. Amen. Amen. You can be seated. So it's interesting that um, the next part of the scripture here, that there was the prophet Jeremiah saying, a voice was heard in Ramah, wailing and loud lamentation, Rachel weeping for her children, She refused to be consoled because they are no more. When Herod died, an angel of the Lord suddenly appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel. And there, those who were seeking the child's life are dead. And Joseph got up and took the child and his mother and went to the land of Israel. But when he had heard that Archelaus was ruling Judea in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there, and after being warned in a dream, he went away to the district of Galilee. And there he made his home in a town called Nazareth, so that what had been fulfilled, it would be fulfilled, spoken through the prophets, he will be called a Nazarene. Oh, my friends, glory to God in the highest and glory to God in the lowest. God shows up in every kind of tragedy and triumph, every kind of dream fulfilled, and every kind of nightmare just waiting to happen. God shows up, glory to God in the highest, glory to God in the lowest. And we see that these wise men, um, they're bringing gifts, right? But then they start to be a part of the action of God in the world. And they don't go back to Herod. They say, we're not going to allow evil to continue on our watch. You know what I'm saying? I think that's amazing. Because I think sometimes we think that our time in history has been the worst ever. And it is just one of many times in history that has been really challenging. So could you say with me, glory to God in the highest? Glory to God. And glory to God in the lowest. Glory to God. And sometimes the, the things we think are the lowest are actually where God is significantly at work. And we just want to close our eyes or don't get involved or we're just we're not able to engage in the reality that God is present here as well. And yet God is everywhere. Paula DRC says it. God comes disguised as your life. So whether you're in the lowest 
or you're in the highest moments of your life, God indeed is here. And so the song that um, when Samuel and Lindsay offered that to us, we just, we just couldn't stop uh, saying, oh, all for the last couple of days, glory to God in the lowest, glory to God in the highest, right? See, our Christmas tide and New Year intention is this for Scott and I, look up. Like the Magi, say yes to watching the stars, following God dreams, believing in the impossible, and sending evil in another direction. Amen. Go ahead. You got the power. You got <laughs> the piggy power. That's the way we say it at our house. Look down and around like Mary and Joseph. Say yes to protecting your people and the most vulnerable. Go to great lengths to live the dream wherever it takes you. Egypt, Israel the lowest and the highest. Find God in the heavens and God's glorious grand expanse and glory to God in exile as you live into your life's unrepeatable purpose. As God comes disguised as our life, we intend to find God in all things, in all things. This is what 2023 has for us, all things. Not everybody wants to even think about that. It's like, you know, got the new year, I'm going to burn body boot camp, <laughs> which I'm not. And, uh, you know, I, and I don't, anybody who does that, that's awesome. But um, I just know that I pay money and never go. I want to say this, is that God comes in all the high and low of your life. When we think about living the dream, we want to include what happened to the babies at that time um, when Herod was slaughtering the babies. <sighs> you know, uh, as a girl growing up, I used to celebrate the Feast of the Holy Innocents. That was a part of my faith tradition, the Feast of the Holy Innocents. And when that, we look at the word innocent, it comes from the Latin word unwounded. Robertson Davies says, one always learns one's mystery at the price of one's innocence. Many times in this world, the wounding that happens is when we actually participate in the fellowship of the holy innocence that there is something innocent in you that came hot from the hand of God and when things happened in your life and you were wounded, you lost your innocence. And this has been the story of humanity always, but I have something to say to you, friends. Glory to God in the lowest. That there are places in the most base places of our life when we lose our innocence. You know, like, like when you thought your leaders were always going to be perfect and then that wounding came and you go, glory to God in the lowest. Or you thought that you were going to end up with this, that, or the other kind of life and then you said, glory to God in the lowest. In the wounding is also a part of the Holy Christmas story. And if we only sing, as Aaron Nequist said, the sentimentality of Christmas, we will lose the beauty of this mess, which is our lives. And those who are brave enough to enter 2023 and live the dream, we will be saying in this year, glory to God in the highest, glory to God in the lowest. 
I know some of you are awaiting the passing of your loved ones. You're going to be in the glory to God in the lowest times. Some of you just got married, Ethan and Eliana. <laughs> glory to God in the highest, right? And there are these moments where we get to experience the life of Christ in ways that we find God is faithful and able to meet us. And, and in order for us to live the dream and not the American fantasy, we must live the Christmas story, which is when our innocence is wounded, right? When our innocence is wounded and we realize that there is something else happening in the world, we still bring our gifts like the wise men did. Yeah. Yeah, glory to God in the highest, glory to God in the lowest, and glory to God in the church. One of the uh, beautiful things that we see and sang about already today uh, was how the Magi, out of a response to, to Jesus' presence, bring these gifts. Uh, it's just out of a response, a worship-filled response, certainly. Um, and in the same way, that's the invitation for us uh, as a people, is that God's presence, it, it, it doesn't demand uh, gifts, it doesn't demand anything, but it pulls out of us a worshipful presence, gifts, generosity, goodness. One of the things that we do every Advent is we have the opportunity uh, to bring gifts. And I love uh, what we're talking about. Glory to God in the highest and glory to God in the lowest is one of our invitations is not just to notice that there are going to be high moments and low moments in our life, but also to partner and participate in the lives of other people uh, and help them find the presence of God in perhaps their low moments of life. Mm -hmm. So this last year, um, one of the highlights of our year every year as a church is that we get this opportunity to uh, give in a certain, uh, I want to say extra special way, uh, generously to certain things that God places on our heart as a congregation. And this year, I'll just tell you guys, from, a, from an amount, a volunteer hours amount, uh, from a financial amount, you guys have... Uh, done more and partnered more and entered into the spaces of difficulty with people and also celebration with people uh, in a way beyond what you've ever done before. And I always celebrate that because of this. I just feel like it's, it's about something that is issuing out of the presence of God in our lives as a community of faith. Mm -hmm. So we're so grateful for that. Um, and we, we wanted to uh, just mention some things that have happened. Mm -hmm. This year, uh, we had families that felt called to make sure that each family at the December food pantry received turkey. So normally what happens is around the food pantry, what has happened in the past is companies and, and others uh, will just say, hey, we've got uh, 100 turkeys we're trying to get uh, invested in the community. Can you guys, we hear you guys distribute. That did not happen this year until after there was some of that that happened, but it was after some fa a family in our church said, or some families said, we're going to pay for those specifically. And then there were a lot of other gifts beyond that, not just turkeys for the food pantry. You guys were giving financially 
And what we need to understand is that the, the multiplicity of that, mm -hmm. like the multiplicity of what happened with the Magi when they brought those gifts. Think about the giving over the years in the history of the church, just using that as an example. And understand that there's this multiplicity that happens. And we all know food costs, things like that are more expensive. And that food reaches, we hear this from the people that we serve, uh, that that food reaches multiplied not only children, but grandparents, neighbors, friends. And in a time when food costs are, are uh, going up and up, you guys are stepping in in a greater mm -hmm. way. We're so grateful for that. So can you say glory to God in the highest? Glory to and God Glory in the to highest. God in the lowest, right? Yes. We, we brought these things from, from your pocket to people. Mm -hmm. We also had a family who gave extravagantly to the work of Haiti. And we just want you to know that our teachers are still able to be paid while all of that violence is happening and it's not safe for the children to come to school so that we don't lose our teachers. I just want to say thank you for being so generous. Glory to God in the highest and glory to God in the lowest that you, you did not stop. You did not stop bringing our kids yes. in Haiti. That's good yeah. news, by the way. That glory to God news. in the highest. That is good news. And glory to God in the lowest, right? Uh, as we, as we uh, help one another recognize the presence of God uh, through the gifts of volunteering and giving that we give. And it was a lot more than just one family. One of the reasons why we don't often, just to let you guys know, we don't often like give an amount that one family or person gave to something that's really rare. We're very guarded when we do that is because we don't feel like some of us have more to give, right? So some folks to be able to give a gift of say a thousand dollars or however much uh, is, is a large number, right? Or whatever that may be. Um, but we never want anyone to feel like the gift that they're invited to give is any less. The, the most clear examples in scriptures of giving have to do more with those that were lacking and out of their lack gave. Mm. So we never want anybody to feel like you've got to give a certain amount to, that your gift would be special. Does it make sense? Yeah. And yeah. We, we had two pregnant moms rescued through your efforts of buying fair trade goods. Two pregnant moms rescued out of your efforts of buying... The ethical, the ethically sourced. That is amazing, everybody. Yes. You talk about in a time of innocence, you know, being wounded, and you were a part of rescuing two moms. That's yeah, rescuing fabulous. from trafficking. Yes. Yep. Um, there were gifts that re that came with no earmark uh, over our Advent season to help, specifically help, uh, just fund things like our staff and keep our people that. Uh, actually do get compensated for working around here working. So we're so grateful for that and the mindfulness of that because mm -hmm. sometimes that goes unnoticed. Mm -hmm. And then the gifts for children, um, all you cookie bakers, people who bought decorations and all of that stuff, and, I, you know, and Stacy and Christmas camp. We just want to say that's amazing, everybody. The time and effort, where is Ryan? 
our engineer and woodworking man, you know, making all of those little things yeah. for our kids to be able to have a nativity is just, you know, beyond. We are living a dream. Yeah. Speaking of Ryan, I, well, our one granddaughter wanted one of those. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen them. One of those miniature uh, doll houses. I mean, miniature. It had like I think it had like a million pieces, electrical wiring and stuff. Yeah, and, they have an electrical uh, wiring. Yeah, license. and I, I, that's what I said. I said I think you need a journeyman's license just for the wiring in this house. She was so excited about it. I sat down with her. We did. We broke a couple of chairs together. Um, the miniature chairs, and I said, you know, honey, I don't think this is going to work. This is going to take like... Well, it was written in I, I don't Korean. Think, I didn't want to tell her, but I was going to say, I don't think Grandpa's going to be alive to no. finish this. this and it is was written take in Korean. Yeah, it was. Do the instructions you know were in Korean. No. Okay. I don't read Korean. But anyway, uh -huh. and I told are... Claire, I said, we need we need a guy like Ryan to build this. Uh -huh. anyway, no, we sent Ryan. it back, Ryan. We we're did. not giving you a yes. project. Then there were beautiful and intentional gifts for families in our county who've been displaced by domestic violence. And I want to tell you guys how important what you did, not just in your gift giving, but after the gifts went to the families who are living in the safe house, there were people who sent finances and just said over and above. And so we just want to say glory to God in the highest. And, and for people that you, you know, that you might think are living in the lowest time of their lives, you met them this Christmas through gifts and finances. And by the way, you encouraged their staff because we, we were a part of putting on a party for the staff, for the therapists and those that work in the house, you guys. You brought glory to God in the highest, to some of the lowest experiences people could ever have. Amen. So, hallelujah. Yes, yes. <laughs> Anyway, you should have done this by yourself. I'm a emotional so, wreck. <laughs> uh, I love it. I lo maybe you should have done it yourself. Um, anyway, um, yeah, there were people. One of the things that happened uh, this season was uh, you gave more generously to the, the mortgage being paid down and on the building and also just for campus needs. Uh, the, the amount that you gave this year was the most that we've ever gotten at Christmas time uh, for, this, for this thing. Because sometimes what happens is in, in a, in a um, desire to be generous as a people, uh, you naturally begin to think outside, right? And it becomes easier to do that. Uh, but one of the things we're deeply grateful for as a people is that we have this house mm -hmm. that is uh, a phenomenal space mm -hmm. that is used by tens of thousands of people every year. There are people in here. There are groups in here. We are serving not just Calhoun County, not just Branch County, not just Kalamazoo County, uh, Jackson County, but really all over the, the state uh, groups are coming in. And this next week, there will be people that will be trained um, from all over the United States, either virtually or live and in Dominican person. Republic. And the Dominican Republic uh, this week. And this space enables us to do that. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're thankful for that. And, and let's just end this with the incalculable volunteer hours. Um, because, you know, whether it's people who are decorating or vacuuming or picking up or whatever it is you all are doing, I, I just want to say we can't calculate these things, but we know that God is receiving glory because of your lives.
to some really low spots in the world. This is why the church matters, friends, because each of us can do things alone, right? But when we do things together, the way that, that things happen is beyond what we could do. It's, it's beyond what we could do on our own. Um, this week, um, you know, even our staff, I don't know if you know this, but even those that are on staff for the little hours they do, whether it's writing newsletters like Samuel or, uh, you know, cleaning the church for a few hours, you, you don't realize that even those who are on staff-ish give more time than what they actually have been um, hired to do. The volunteer hours are unbelievable. And this week, a person who volunteers multiple hours but also serves on staff for just a few hours got a note from somebody who um, lost a family member to suicide. And they were given these, um, like, three things um, to describe what this person did for this person during this, during this season when they didn't even feel like they could come in these doors for church that they didn't feel like they, they could even come in here, and this person kept saying, you come when you're ready. You come when you're ready, but kept reaching out and letting them know how much God loved them. And I just want to say, as you look at 2022 and review, who can you thank for bringing the glory of God to the lowest places of your life? Who could you write a note to? This person said to me, nobody's ever written me a note like that. This is the first time I've ever received anything like that. And, you know, with all the crying emojis. I want to say, friends, look at 2022 and write somebody a note. And tell them where they came down low for you and brought Jesus high. Tell them how much matters to you that they're alive. And that they're in the world for people like you, or you saw them do something. So in this moment, let's take a review. Start with January and then just see whichever month you stop that someone's face comes to you, that you want to say glory to God in the highest for bringing God down in the lowest. February or March or April, just until that face comes to you, someone who encouraged you with a word or an act of kindness. They were the hands and feet bringing God on high down low. Just hold them in God's presence here. And ask God to do what only God can do for them.
and let God tell you what only he can do for them. So bring God here. Maybe write yourself a quick note or on your phone so you don't forget. Let's stand together. So, God, as we approach the Feast of the Epiphany on January 6th, that reminds us of the gifts that were brought, the glory, the glory, the glory. May each of us remember and remind each other. Bless you all.